You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, everybody. This is Ashley Adams, your host for the hour of House of Cards. We've got a couple of guests and a mailbag segment. First, the guests. Our first guest is Mark Durant. He is an information specialist for Poker Atlas. So we're going to talk to him about uh, poker and poker rooms and what's going on in Atlantic City as well as other parts of the country. And then we're going to talk to Guy Scarangelli, who created Multiplier Blackjack. He's also involved with a poker room that I love down in San Diego called the Village Club. Now it's called uh, Seven, I think it's Seven Mile Casino. Well, we'll talk to him about both of those things. And then we'll have a mailbag segment. So how about that? Stay tuned. We'll be right back after a break. Dave here. We'll get back to more House of Cards right after this. Hey, how's your FanDuel Fantasy team doing? I won on two of my entries last week. It's amazing. And you know what's also amazing? It's not on the uh, commercial copy, but I'll tell you right now. The FanDuel app on your phone or your tablet. It's amazing. You get to watch football and actually see yourself making money. You've seen the ads? Hey, you've heard the ads from me. Your friends are playing? Now it's your turn to get signed up at FanDuel.com. FanDuel is the trusted leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They are paying out over $75 million a week this football season. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1 so anyone can play. Last week, Fred W. from Texas turned a $5 entry fee into over twenty grand playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Join him and the over 1 million other users who have already won money on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my code HOC. Hey, Jersey, GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200, because we have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in Jersey. And last year, we paid out over $200 million to our winners. Sign up now, and we'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, for the little gambler in you. Bet with your head not over and Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. 
with contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Take the cards, big man. Show us how it's played. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams from House of Cards, your host, and we have a great guest. Uh, I think he's been on a few times before. I know that his company has been represented before. His name is Mark Durant. He is an information specialist for Poker Atlas, uh, one of my favorite Internet sites and an absolute necessity if you are a poker traveler as I am. Mark, are you there? I'm right here, Ashley. How are you, my friend? I am well. So where is here? Where are you? I am in my house in Greenfield, Massachusetts. You're in Greenfield, Massachusetts. I had no idea. <laughs> yes, I am. 90 miles from Boston. Yeah. You, you, well, you know it well. <laughs> well, when you play poker, what's the nearest poker room? Is it Foxwoods or is it Turning Stone? Oh, well, Foxwoods. Well, actually, Mohegan's the closest. Mohegan, yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah, Mohegan would be closest. If you're talking about strictly a card room, it would be the Keene Poker Room in New Hampshire, which is about 35 minutes from my front door. Well, I have played at the Keene Room. It, it's it's a little bit further away than the Hinsdale Room yep. used to be when there was a Hinsdale Room, right? Yep, correct. That that actually moved from Hinsdale to Keene. Right, it, when they closed the track. Exactly. You know, you and I may be the two people who know or have visited the most poker rooms in the United States. I don't know. Do you spend a lot of time on the road visiting poker rooms? I, I think that's a safe assumption. I, uh, I've spent a lot of time in a lot of different poker rooms, for sure. No question about it. So where was your most recent trip? Recently? Uh, in fact, I just got back about three hours ago or so from uh, a five-day trip between uh, Dover Downs and Atlantic City. So... Um, we're going to talk about the Poker Atlas, but before we do, tell us what's mm-hmm. going on in Atlantic City. The last time I was there, they had just closed Revel. They were talking about closing the yep. Taj. They had just closed the Showboat. What, what's going on now? Who has poker and who doesn't? Well, right, it, it's kind of ironic, actually. I know probably the last time you had been down there, and I know certainly a couple of years ago when I was down there, you had probably seven to eight poker rooms. And since then, the Showboat closed entirely. Uh, Trump Taj Mahal closed its poker room. Uh, there had been rumors that it was going to be reopened, but there's also a legal battle ensuing that I was made aware of when I, in, in this last trip. So there's a lot pending there. I know Tom Gito was um, outspoken about wanting to reopen it. He was the poker manager there before they closed. So, I mean, obviously the, the whole thing about them closing the entire casino, it, obviously there's a lot of litigation that's going on with that. So I don't know all the particulars, but there is talk about reopening it at the same location where it was just uh, below the escalators there. So 
you know, you've only got five rooms now, you know, and there's more rooms, believe it or not, in the marina. All three marina casinos have poker, which obviously Borgata, Harris, and Golden Nugget, and the only two on the boardwalk are Tropicana and Bally's. So Bally's, just the five. Bally's, I thought they were having it at the Wild West, but they consolidated it <laughs> over there. Is that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially it, it's the Wild West, I mean, it's located in the old Wild Wild West. Essentially, Bally is just the entire property. They just kind of named it that because they had the Wild Wild West theme to it. So technically speaking, I suppose you can call it that. It's actually the formal name of it is the WSOP Poker Room at Bally. I see. So it's... that's what they've gone by. Sure. Are they still in that so. kind of downstairs, in-between space without windows? Is that where they are? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, and they've... You know, because the tournament scene has quieted down in Atlantic City, they've actually reduced their tournament schedule pretty, uh, um, pretty. Uh, what's the best way to describe it? They don't have a lot of tournaments. Extensively, thank you. That's a good word for that. And they actually, because the bad beat jackpot between the two properties, the two Caesars properties, is so big right now at over three hundred fifty thousand, they've actually canceled tournaments because of because of the demand for cash games, which I. It's a great deal of time playing in the last two days. Well, so it's been amazing to see the cash games actually growing again. When it's I been was nice to see the business. When I was there, they had one two and an occasional two five. What did they spread when you were there? They spread a whole bunch of one two, the occasional two five game, uh, a couple one ones, uh, which actually weren't running last night, which surprised me. And they run a two four six game now, two four six limit game, which I just relaxed to just play some bad beat and high end. And uh, but that's a that's a fun limit game. I mean, you walk on a hundred bucks, you're having a great night. Right. So that was a lot of fun to play. They were also running a ten twenty split game, uh, Omaha eight and stud eight. And I think there was actually a wait list for like three six Omaha at one point. I don't think it ever got off, but uh, there was a, there was a wait list for that the first night I was there. The second night I there was there, they had a a small wait list for like, or a small interest list for a three six tournament game. So I mean, they're spreading some decent games, and I know there's still the the crowd that comes over from the the old Taj uh, conglomerate. They used to play split games there. That have come over to bring the ten twenty action there for uh, for the Omaha Eight Studio game. So, but for the most part, if you're looking for anything beyond that, the Bally's doesn't really have the room with the dealers to spread a lot of the other games at Borgata. Basically, gets the uh, the lion's share of the cash game action like that. Right. So that's so, what happens. Um, listeners, for those of you that don't know, Poker Atlas is the. This is going to sound like a commercial. It's not. It's just my opinion. <laughs> but Poker Atlas yeah. is the really the only, from what I've seen, authoritative, guaranteed to be right ninety nine percent of the time thorough listing of poker rooms in every place in the United States and largely in the world, but certainly in the United States where there is a poker room. You know, we're going to take a brief break and then we'll be right back.
Olive is a yellow lab, six years old, full of energy. But, oh, man, Olive was suffering, to use a word, like a dog. She was itching, she was scratching, she was licking. 24 hours a day, she was shedding all the time. And it drove my wife crazy because she had a vacuum in the house a couple times a day. So I'm going up the expressway, and the radio commercial comes on. PD stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. And I almost drove off the road because I thought this person on the radio commercial was living with my dog, Olive. And I called my wife. I said, dear, you got to check out this product called Dynavite. Go to D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. So we started Olive on the Dynavite. In about six weeks, she almost has entirely stopped itching, scratching, stopped licking herself. Most of the hair has grown back under her belly. Unexpectedly, her coat has become smooth and shiny, almost like it was when she was a newborn pup. Olive is happy, and my wife is probably the happiest person because the house is cleaner. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This, this is, is the House of Cards. This is your poker education. Let's play some cards. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, listeners, just so if you haven't uh, tuned in when we first started, we're talking with Mark Durant. He is an information specialist for Poker Atlas. You guys are almost always right on the money and current. How do you do that? Uh, I tell you, actually, it's not the easiest job in the world in that regard. And, and I know there have been, we've gotten correspondence from people that have been in, disenchanted at times with certain things. But the way I look at it this, is this. You know, when you're dealing with over 600 poker rooms in North America, which is what we cover, we cover every legally operated poker room, um, you can't be perfect, but you try your hardest to be. And that's all I've ever tried to do for the company. It's all I've ever tried to do for John and, um, and Poker Atlas. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough job uh, at times because you don't get the greatest cooperation from certain rooms, smaller rooms, you know, rooms that don't have a set. Uh, room manager per se, or a set uh, table games manager that would that would run the room. Like smaller rooms don't even have a poker room manager, so you're you're at the mercy of whoever's answering the phone. So it makes it difficult that way to to cultivate relationships where you can get the information on a monthly basis or even a weekly basis is sometimes difficult. Um, but you just try every avenue. You try to call at different times. I mean, I've I've called poker rooms at nine in the morning and twelve thirty at night just to see if I can get somebody who can give me the information. To, to keep our to keep our website as updated and as fresh as possible. So right, you know, it, it, uh, it does a lot of legwork. There's no question about it. And I'm proud of what we've done. I mean, it's for a, for a, for a small group of people working with 580 rooms. We've uh, we've spread the wealth and got as much information on there as possible. And you know, I'm, pr- I'm proud to say I work for the place. You know, I have a it's couple a good, of questions. I have a couple of questions yeah. about that. Um, First of all, do you keep track of every room you visited? Keep track in what terms exactly? Well, do you have a list of all the places you've been? Oh, I, I mean, I have a list of every room that I keep track of. I mean, in terms of like the rooms I've visited, I mean, because my because my um, my area that I cover, which includes every room from from north to south, it goes from Maine to North Carolina, and it goes all the way out to Michigan. So I'm talking about probably 130 rooms in 14 states. Obviously, I haven't been to every one. Oh, but, it's not obvious. Know, oh, no, no, Guy. That's, yeah. I mean, that Mark, that yeah. is not obvious. Um, I'm just curious, because yeah. this is a contest for me. 
Do you know how uh, many rooms you've been to? Exact number? No. I could estimate. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've probably looked at, in terms, of the, in terms of the areas I deal with, I've probably been to roughly 15 to 20 of them. Okay. If you include Las Vegas, that number probably sky, or if you include Nevada, I should say, that number probably skyrockets to about 50. Because I've been to probably about thirty to thirty-five rooms between Reno and, and Las Vegas. Okay, have you been so, to the room in? You know, uh, have you been to the room up in Maine, the Hollywood up in Bangor? I that's that's a little bit of a long trip. So <laughs> I mean, when you when you consider if you take a two-hour radius, there's only three rooms in my. There's only like, well, you know, most of the New Hampshire rooms within two hours of me. So you're talking about maybe eight rooms within a two-hour radius of me driving me turning stone for me is for about three and a half hours. Right. So it's a hike. Do you go but, up yeah, to I mean, pretty much everyone there? Do you go up to Canada? Have you been to Snakes or Players or Casino de Montreal? I have not been to a poker room in Montreal. I've been to the Casino de Montreal um, probably a good 40, 50 times, but it was actually before I played poker, which I started in about 2001 or 2002. I see. So I've never actually played poker in Montreal, but I've been to that casino many times. I couldn't even tell you where the room is in the actual facility. So. But it's, it's interesting because I do want to get back up there as soon as I get my passport. Okay. Um, that's well, a city I do love to play in. I had a couple of other questions for you. I'm wondering sure. what the most uncooperative room you ever contacted, if you can tell us, and what, if you have any stories about how people were not cooperative when you tried to get them to at least give you up-to-date <laughs> information. I, I'll tell you what, there's two good stories there. Um, when I was originally doing the research for Poker Atlas back in 2012, I was just trying to get basic information about rooms. And, and you know, actually, as well as I do, what basic information is. Right. If you have TVs, if you have Wi-Fi, actually, how many, how many tables you have. I mean, as simple information as possible when you walk into that room. I actually had a casino in California. I can't name it, not because I don't want to, it's because I can't remember the name of it. And it, it was in the northern, it was, it was in the San Francisco area, I remember that. And it might have been Lucky Chances, but I don't want to brand them for anything. Um, but I was told that they weren't allowed to get out, give out that information over the phone, and that I had to send a written request to this particular person. They gave me the email. I sent the email to that person and never got a reply. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a good one. That's the good. other one, now I can, tell you, I can tell you about this one recently, um, I don't mind, I don't want to name it for giving them you know, publicity, but it was actually a charity room in Michigan. Um, I contacted, because in, in Michigan with charity rooms, you don't so much have an owner as much as you have the owner of a um, poker supply company that owns the rooms. So the owner of this particular supply company owned this singular room, and I contacted her asked her if I could get the information on the tournaments. This is back in June. I, she said I could, she was busy having breakfast with her daughter or something, and it was at 1130 in the morning. I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, obviously they stay up late. So it's, it's starting to sound like my lifestyle, you know, getting to that at 230 in the morning. So I said, well, do you have an email address? So she gave me the email address. I emailed her, and like I said, this is back in June. Haven't got a reply from her. I called the room on, I want to say it was a Sunday night. I introduced myself as Mark from the Poker Atlas. I got silence, and he hung up. <laughs> so I tried. So, I, so, so just to make sure I was on the right wavelength, I called the next night. 
somewhere near the same time. Silence, hang up. Wow. And like, I said, okay, so we can play that game. So we've, I've actually, I've actually discussed this with my manager because, I mean, I don't know if you are aware. I know charity rooms in Michigan have a very difficult time because of the gaming control board, the way they run things. They're very, very strict. I mean, it makes New Hampshire look like child play. New Hampshire, as you probably know, has had a lot of uh, tight regulations until they recently allowed them to play no limit hold right. in, in cash games. Well, Michigan makes them, uh, does not allow them to advertise. They, they, they're not allowed to pay for advertising. So there was one room, they were slightly uncooperative with me in that the manager of the room wouldn't give me the information for fear that the gaming control board would come after him for advertising their tournaments on our site without their without the names of the charities and their license numbers. I called the owner and I said, look, I said, we're an, we're an individual entity not located in Michigan and they're not paying us to advertise. All we're asking for is when their tournaments are and, and how much they cost to get in and maybe a few structure details. They said, there's nothing, there's nothing the state can tell us that's illegal. Right. So I said, if you, if you want, if you want the, if you want the free advertising, you're more than welcome to send me the information. And he says, I'll get on it. And essentially, I did get the information. Wow. But yeah, some, some, rooms can, some rooms can be a little quirky. Some are great. I have, I have several room managers or shift managers who send me timely emails every month, like clockwork. I have some that with a little urging, as in like a quick email to them. or a t- I've got some people that text me stuff. So it's been fantastic that way. I've got them... They call me and say, hey, we got one tournament change. They'll give me the tournament change. I'll throw it in the database. Um, there were some, you got to pull teeth, literally. You have to be a dentist right. to get the information. All right. So, and then finally, um, give us your website so that anybody that wants all the information that you have can access it. Where do they go? Yeah. If they go to poker, they go to www.pokeratlas.com. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks, Ashley. Always a pleasure. Okay. Uh, listeners, we're going to come back right after a quick break. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now... 
you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Attention poker players! Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. V-N-E-G-N-T-H-E-N-E-G-N.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave Weishano from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gaming Report for the week of September 21st, 2015. 
A theft at the Wynn Macau Casino in China resulted in $258 million being stolen from the Door Entertainment Company. Door operates two VIP rooms at the casino with 25 tables in each. Door is something called a junket, which is an organization that has an agreement with a casino to cater to high rollers. A spokesman from Wynn stated that the theft does not have a direct financial impact on the Wynn Casino. It was not a very good first Sunday of the NFL regular season for Nevada sportsbooks. In fact, the spokesman from the Westgate Sportsbooks told ESPN it was the worst Sunday in 20 years. Favorites went 9-4 and four against the spread, which resulted in a lot of bettors winning. Last year was a record-breaking year for the Nevada sportsbooks when they took in over $113.5 million. And finally, there was a record broken at the Palms Casino in Las Vegas last week. The world's largest Hooters restaurant opened last Tuesday. The two-story property has over 15,000 square feet in dining space and can accommodate over 400 guests. Not bad for a restaurant named after an owl. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Hey, Jersey, Dave from House of Cards here. GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200, because they have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in Jersey. And last year, they paid out over $200 million to their winners. And get this, sign up now, and they'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, for the little gambler in you. Bet with your head, not over it. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. All right, this is my show, and it's a serious intellectual hour of discussion, and I want to keep it that way. All right, in three, two, one. Magic hour. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host of House of Cards. We have a fascinating guy on the air. His name is Guy Scarangelli. He is a product, a gambling product developer, among other things. And he has just developed a casino game called Multiplier Blackjack. We're going to talk about that. And also, he happens to be in San Diego, one of my favorite cities for playing poker. And we're going to talk about that as well. So without further ado, Guy, are you there? Yes, good morning, uh, Ashley. How are you doing today? I am doing great, and I'm very glad to have you on because I'm always interested in understanding and helping to promote new casino games, and also I'm hoping we'll get to talk a little bit about San Diego poker, which is another subject that I love to talk about and listen about. So tell us about your product, Multiplier Blackjack. What is it, and what makes it different from regular Blackjack? Well, Ashley, Multiplier Blackjack is actually a pretty unique game. I happen to be a Blackjack enthusiast, and this game really excited my interest when I first got introduced to it uh, from an associate of mine, Gary Hamoud, who had the, the brainstorm of the idea. So basically, it's a game where it's exactly like regular blackjack. All the plays are exactly the same, except for one nuance, is when you win a resulting from a deal or bust. So what happens is, normally, if you play blackjack and you have a live hand in the deal or bust, he's going to pay a wager equal to yours, which is one-to-one. What we've done was put an added excitement, almost like a side bet, into the main game, whereas you're gambling that when your win results from this event, 
you'll either get a multiplier, which is obviously the positive, and then the trade-off is a sub-multiplier. So, for instance, if the dealer um, hand results in a bust from, say, a 10, one of the, the weakest cards for the player, your bet's going to result in a push. If the dealer busts uh, by drawing a card of a jack, queen, or a king, your main bet is going to get paid as a result of one to two, or half your bet. Now, on the positive side, when the dealer busts and your, you, your win is a result uh, with an eight or a nine, you're going to get paid three to two, which is equal to a, a blackjack. is one and a half times your bet. If he busts with a seven, you're going to get paid three to one. And if he busts with a six, you're going to get paid four to one. So you're going to multiple a fourth time your wager that's on the table. So it's a real exciting way to play the game of blackjack, getting away from the boring even money payouts and able to win a multiplier on your initial wager. Okay. Well, the mathematician in me, which is a pretty small part of me, by the way, um, thinks about what would the Wizard of Odds, who does calculations about what the house advantage is in all these games, what would he say about this? I'm certain that you've done all the math. How does this end up rewarding a player when compared to regular blackjack, assuming that he's playing perfect basic strategy? Well, like most wagers in any casino, the house is going to have some sort of an advantage. Of course. So if you ask the Wizard of Odds, which are basically all mathematicians, they're going to say this is a poor wager, like they say all side bets are. But this is an exciting way to get volatility on your money. Because when the cards are running hot, you're not going to gradually win. You're going to win in leaps and bounds. On the better side for the player is when the cards are running cold, you're not going to lose in a drastic fashion. You're just going to gradually lose on the negative side. So on the positive side, you're going to go up by leaps and bounds. And on the negative side, it won't be such a drastic down, downfall on it. But there is inherently a small house advantage like there is in every wager in the casino. Of course. And I was just wondering. So I guess I misunderstood. When, if I were to, let's say, go to well, – where is this game being spread right now? Where do you have it spread? Right now, right now it's in a in Northern California casino called uh, Eagle Mountain. And it happens to be their best – their best blackjack table on their floor. It's getting the most action consistently than any of the other regular blackjack tables. Now, let me, let me say one other thing, actually, which we didn't touch upon. Part of the design of this game was we give you two betting options. When you walk into a casino, you can sit down and we can just play regular blackjack. There's a circle that says blackjack. If you don't want to deal with a multiplier or a gamble on when the deal of us and when they consistently get paid even money, you just play in the blackjack circle. If you're an adventuresome type where you like to gamble a little bit and you're willing to, to take odds, you can play the multiplier bet. And then that means when you win in that circle, the multiplier pay table will take effect. I see. Or you can play both. So you can play both. So obviously I said earlier that if the deal of bust with a 10, that bet becomes a push. Well, if you've got, say, $10 in that circle and $10 in the regular circle, you're still going to get paid in the back. My question for you was, and I'm going to go back to it because now I understand, because you can play both games at the same time. So here's my question. Playing perfect basic strategy, everyone understands the house has an advantage, even if you're playing perfect basic strategy. My question is, conventional blackjack versus multiplier blackjack, which I understand has certain assets to it because it increases volatility, and if you're on a hot streak, it's even hotter, but... If you averaged it all out, does multiplier blackjack give the player a better shot than regular blackjack, or is it slightly worse? 
how does it compare? Well, in the regular playoff game, the house has got a slightly higher advantage, which is one of the reasons why casinos would want to put it in, because their advantage in the game is slightly higher. I see. Again, that premium the player is paying is for the vol- volatility. Gotcha. It's like buying the ultra shorts in the stock market. Your gamble gets a little bit more, a little bit more quicker. So it's spread now in what mountain? What? Uh, it's called Eagle Mountain Casino up in Northern California. Oh, Eagle Mountain, yeah. Eagle Mountain, yes. And we're hoping by by Labor Day to be live at the uh, Chickasaw uh, Wind River in Oklahoma, which is one of the largest casinos in the world. So yeah, so we're 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 hoping to have more games live by by Labor Day in Oklahoma at this point. Yeah, I've played in that casino in uh, Thackerville, Oklahoma, and uh, it's a huge place. Have you been up there? I haven't had a chance to get out there yet, but I probably will be going in a couple weeks uh, to help with the installation of these tables. Now, I also understand that you are involved in a casino in a poker room in San Diego. Is that right? Uh, yes, I am at this time. What, what is it, and what do you do for them? Well, it, it, it was a local card room uh, called the Village Club. And they expanded. They had uh, it was a small place. They were limited to the amount of table space they had in, within the casino. So they bought, bought this large building right on the waterfront. And I'm one of the casino managers there. We have uh, ten poker tables and thirteen table games. You know, cow games is what we call them, blackjack, like uh, baccarat. And uh, I'm one of the casino managers. And I help with well, I help with both departments, both poker and in table games, because I got uh, a lengthy experience in both of those. Uh, departments. Well, you're you're talking about one of my favorite places in the world to play poker. I used to go down and play at the Village Club when it was in San Diego, right? Actually, in Chula Vista, which is just to the south of San Diego. And I played back then. They used to spread a, a Omaha eight game, an Omaha split game. I think it was the big game there. It was like fifteen thirty. But I, what do you spread now? Which uh, which variants of poker and what stakes generally? Well, right now, right now, obviously, the big poker is no limit hold'em. So we have a five ten no limit hold'em game, which is our wow. high uh, high limit game on most on most you know most times the blinds five ten. Sometimes we get a little high if we get a select group in, but obviously that's a large game. Then we have some low limit games: two three no limit, three six hold'em, four four eight hold'em. Now on the Omaha eight or better, we we do limit. We do eight sixteen and four eight. Uh, they have a pot limit Omaha from time to time, which is an eight game also. The 1530 uh, regular limit, you know, uh, Omaha isn't as frequent anymore, so they don't really even attempt to get that group of players in. I see. Um, any given time. And if you're a, a California card room, and by the way, I'm talking to Guy Scarangelli, who is the developer of Multiplier Blackjack, which is a new table game that's uh, just started up in Northern California and may soon be in Oklahoma. Um, you guys also used to have pretty good food. Do you still have a kitchen? Well, actually, now with our move, it's it's now called Seven Mile Casino. So, if anybody's in San Diego, look it up, Seven Mile. We've expanded into a, a full restaurant, and I would qualify our food, which used to be card room quality food, into pretty much downtown restaurant, you know, downtown San Diego restaurant quality. All prime cuts of meat, all top quality ingredients. We would consider ourselves a, a premium restaurant, also, along with a card room, you know, and a lounge area. Wow, you're wetting my appetite to go there. I remember I took a trip one time and I played at the Lucky Lady, the Palomar, Saquon, Viejas, and then I went to Rincon 
and uh, up to Valley View and all the Pala and Payula or whatever. Are they all still there? Is it still Apala. a pretty? Yes. The ones you mentioned, uh, Saquon, I actually worked at Saquon for 20 years. I was the poker manager there for a long time before huh. moving to Table Games Director. Uh, uh, Hots, Barona, those are the three San Diego-based uh, tribal casinos. The other ones are considered North County, Rincon, Pala, Valley View, um, Palma, Pechanga now. So, yeah, they're all large, but they're about an hour north of the city. I see. And there's nobody south of you, right? I mean, there's, you're about the southernmost uh, casino in California. Right. That's about, yeah, about as far west as you can go and as far south. There is no other card rooms. Uh, actually, the, the place we're at now is a culmination. There used to be a couple of the card rooms in, in Chula Vista. Uh, the owner of the one I'm at actually acquired those licenses, which is why we were able to expand out to as many tables as we have. Uh, when you go down to the other places you mentioned, uh, Palomar and Lucky Lady, those are on El Cajon Boulevard. Uh, they're very small, one, two tables. Um, Palomar's got a little bit more. But, yeah, those are more inner city uh, card rooms. Yeah, I got to say, when I went to Palomar, I was a little nervous just sitting in the, <laughs> in the casino. And uh, I... I <laughs> I've often wondered, and I know we're getting far afield from your product, the multiplier blackjack, but I think our players understand it and will have their eyes open for it. I am curious, do you get many Mexicans that come up from Tijuana or Ensenada to come up and play yes. at your place? Yeah, without question. Without question. We we get some, you know, people think, you know, they think Tijuana and stuff like that. There's actually a lot of affluent uh, people down in those areas, and they do come up and play in our casino. They also have a casino in Tijuana, but we do get some card players that come up because we do have quality poker games. Uh, and they do come up and enjoy the restaurant and, and, and playing, especially at us, because we're only literally seven miles from the border, henceforth the name Seven Miles Casino. There you go. We were seven miles from the border and seven miles from downtown San Diego. So that was the, uh, the changeover in branding. Well, Guy, we have about 20 seconds left. Can you give us a website for people that want to check out Multiplier Blackjack and get a jump on the game before it's spread all over the United States, which is clearly going to happen within the next year? Yeah, well, Multiplier Blackjack and MultiplierBlackjack.com or their blog spot. You can find them on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, if you just Google Multiplier Blackjack, you'll find numerous uh, areas where we're on, on the Internet. Great. Well, Guy, I appreciate you joining us. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more House of Cards. Dave here from House of Cards. And how great has the NFL season been so far? And how great has been FanDuel? Last week, I won on two of my entries. There's nothing better than watching the games and following along your FanDuel teams on your cell phone app. I was actually watching myself make money with football. It's amazing. And now it's your turn. You've seen the ads. Hey, you've heard the ads from me. Your friends are playing. Now it's your turn to get signed up at FanDuel.com. FanDuel is the trusted leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They are paying out over $75 million a week this football season. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1 so anyone can play. Last week, Fred W. from Texas turned a $5 entry fee into over twenty grand playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Join him and the over 1 million other users who have already won money on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. 
There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks. That gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today. So don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. And sign up today using my code HOC. Hey, Jersey, Dave from House of Cards here. GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200, because they have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in Jersey. And last year, they paid out over $200 million to their winners. And get this, sign up now, and they'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, for the little gambler in you. Bet with your head and not over it. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Excuse me, I want to phone my wife and tell her about the game. You mean you haven't asked her yet? Asked her? Look, George, women are the weaker sex. Men are the stronger. I don't ask my wife. I just say, look, baby, I'm playing poker tonight. That's that. Gee, I could never do that. I sure you could. You're a member of the stronger sex. I am? Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. This is the mailbag segment when I'm joined in studio by my handsome producer, Dave Weishattle. Dave, what do we have this week? If you have a question for us, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, post a question on our Facebook page, or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline, 609-474-4627. What's that number again, Dave? That's 609-474-HOCR, which is 4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. Dave, uh, what's up for this segment this week? You know, we've gotten the same question over three different states by three different people, and I want to give some credit to them. Steve in Reading, Pennsylvania, Joe in Cranston, Rhode Island, and Linda in Marlton, New Jersey— uh, and I'll just take Steve's, and he gives us Cranston, Rhode Island. What station would they be listening to? Do you think they just listen on the internet? I think we they listen online, the internet, with your phones. It's amazing how many people listen out of our broadcast area. 
The new casino is planned to be built in Philly, right next to the stadium where the Eagles play, and the NFL had no problem with this. However, about a year ago, when a casino was proposed in Foxborough, where the Patriots play, the NFL was against it. No. So what's the difference? No, the difference has nothing to do with the NFL. First of all, there's no sports betting, yep. and so the NFL is neutral. Um, in Foxborough, it was the community that was opposed to it. That, that was an uproar. Yeah, the community didn't want an expansion of what they see as outsiders coming in, and a casino would be a huge expansion, so they were vehemently against it. The NFL did not weigh in, unless yeah. I totally missed it. The NFL did not weigh in at all, because that's not their practice. They are opposed to sports betting yeah. in yeah. New Jersey, in any place other than Las Vegas, and where they have it, I guess you got uh, different kinds of it in Oregon and uh, in Delaware. Uh, I forget what they call them, but they have specialty like parlay betting. Parlay betting. Apparently, you can bet yeah. on games, but you have to bet right. on more than one game. Right, right. Thing, so. And it's not true sports betting. Uh, but no, I think the NFL was neutral in Foxborough. It was the community that was yeah. supposed to. Actually, be. I don't think the NFL cares because I think the Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh is pretty close to where. Walking distance. Yeah, it's walking. You can walk yeah, across I've been the. There. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's walking distance. Uh, they don't care. Yeah. The, the one thing, the only reason. I was thinking about this question. Was I was Kraft the owner of the land where the casino was proposed to be built? Because I, I think the NFL would probably have some kind of issue if an owner or I don't know. That's the only reason I can uh, think of if I don't if know. the NFL was opposed to it. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Anything but, else going on? Uh, yes, we do. We uh, I this I've gotten about six emails this week. Seven emails last week. I thought it was a pretty easy question, and uh, I guess it's kind of complicated for people. How do you qualify for the World Series of Poker? The people are saying, where do I find these events that I can win a seat? And right. Because we have a lot of guests talking about, you this know. It's very uh, easy. That's what I'm thinking about. It's... You don't need to qualify for the World Series okay. of Poker. All it takes to enter the World Series of Poker is the cost of the entry fee. That's all you have to do. There are satellites for some of them. There are some online satellites that are legal in mm -hmm. some states. Um, there are satellites in poker rooms where the first prize is they give you money. That must be applied to the World Series mm -hmm. of Poker. And then there are tons of satellites on site at the Rio where, and other uh, Caesars properties where you right then during the week or weeks of the World Series, you can win an entry fee. But you don't have to enter that way. Most people enter by ponying up the money. I've played in the World Series. I've never played in the main event. I've played in other events. I've ponied up fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, two thousand. Um, I've never wanted to pay the ten grand, but you could. You could. <laughs> I'm glad you answered that because it, it, people were getting confused about like, uh, yeah, I want to know the closest satellite so I can qualify. I was like, well, I'm going to ask you this because I know you don't have to qualify, and you can you can put up money and. Do In fact, there's a tournament going I just, on. I think that just confuses the casual yeah. player. When you say satellite, it sounds so official that it's sanctioned by them. Um, there's an event, a private event in Boston, actually one of the suburbs, um, where players, I, I enter usually, it's 250 bucks, uh, first place, and last year they paid first and second, went to the World Series of Poker, and uh, then when they, if they finished in the money, the deal is they had to share their winnings, some of their winnings, with all the people that played in the satellite tournament called the Cream Pie Tournament because everybody <laughs> wants a piece of the pie. 
And that'll do it for House of Cards. Come back next week. Until then, good luck and good day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.